Hey everybody, this week's OC Remix is from the hit game Diablo, and it is called Wet Grass Inspired. Now this song is an arrangement of the song known as Tristram, and it is done by OC Remix user Am I Evil. Hope you guys enjoy. Hello everybody and welcome back to episode 21 of the Caffeinated Bantercast. Sunday, March 10th. Beautiful day, beautiful day. Joining me this week is none other than CD. Hello. It's going to it's going to be a good episode. I'm looking forward to it. I'm uh, I'm having a good time. It's going to be good. So CD. Uh, what have you been playing? What's what's going on with you? I'll talk about Mia after you, of course. You know, I gotta. All right. Yeah, yeah, you can go first, say. All right. Uh, my list is relatively short. It's just been one game. Diablo. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, all right. We, I want to talk about this because mm-hmm. I want I want to talk about this. So. Did you, uh, growing up, did you actually play the original Diablo? Yes. Oh, I okay. I played it when it was new. Uh, at first, um, I tried out the demo that was on a magazine. And the interesting thing is, um, at the time, my computer wasn't was below the hardware requirements. It was only a 486 and not a Pentium. Oh. And, well, in theory, usually it all mainly goes like either it doesn't run at all mm-hmm. or the frame rate goes down, so games stutter and all that. Mm-hmm. But with this game, that wasn't the case. This had a very particular way of doing it. It warned you when you installed it that, okay, yeah, this game, uh, the system doesn't meet the requirements, but it installs it without problem. And when it, when you run it, it just slows everything down. Oh, oh well, that's, um, mm, uh, that's, uh, and, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. So you walk slower, you attack slower, but so do the enemies. But everything else like uh, dialogue, music, sound effects, that's normal. That's huh. It's pretty unusual. Yeah, I'll say. that doesn't. I never. I never would have thought about that. Like I, mm. I just assumed old PC games just wouldn't run. Not run. Yeah. Usually, that would be the case. That uh, the installer either right away the installer would refuse, or the game you try to start it and it'd say, "Okay, nope, yeah. hardware requirements not met." Bye. Not with this one. 
and I only really knew how fast the game was supposed to run some years later when I tried it out on a significantly faster computer. <laughs> You're like, oh. So this is how it's supposed ah, to go. Okay. So this is how. <laughs> this is this is what I was missing all along. Hmm. And to be fair, even back then it was really fun. Okay. All right. Nice. And that... now I'm well. Of course, by now uh, it's more noticeable how limited the game is in comparison. I mean, even just in but, comparison to like Diablo two, like a sequel, it's still extremely mm, limited. Yep, Diablo two had a really significant uh, amount of progress in it. In comparison, this was their first try at something like this, and it was essentially one of the first, if not the first, uh, action RPG hack and slash. I was about to say, with, I believe with the amount of loot. Later. Yeah. It did, and that was a full-on RPG, and not driven by loot like Diablo. Mm, loot. Also, much more story-focused. That that dirty, dirty word in today's gaming market. <laughs> loot. That taste yeah, you had to open a lot of loot boxes in this game. <laughs> <laughs> so remind me, did uh, did some of those loot boxes explode? Um, they are trapped at po at at points. Yeah, uh, they don't quite explode that massively, but they do some damage. Oh, okay. I'll I'll, I'll make sure. I... So there's one moment in Diablo that uh -huh. I've been reminded of multiple times. I wonder if you've gotten to that point, and that is the butcher. Um, in the first uh run, I did meet him, but. Since I was playing a mage, I just uh, <laughs> skipped him for now because my loadout wasn't up uh, up to it at the yeah. po at that point. I didn't yeah. have enough luck with picking up spells and all. Yeah, that that that's like the uh, the check the check boss. You know what I mean? Like you get to. Yeah. You if you if you kind of him yeah. when you first get to him, then yeah, he's a mm -hmm. serious fucking damage check and health yeah. check, really. Then you definitely know, yeah, okay, I have the equipment to continue on. But if you don't manage it, it can get tricky. Right. Because I mean the boss himself you can just skip. Given how uh the level is laid out. And oh. he is in a room in a room where you have to open the door to trigger the boss. <laughs> and if you don't, then you just skip he it. Just, he just he just stays in that room and fucks right off. Pretty much. All right. Jesus. That was that was kind of fun. Uh, though, although the uh, implementation that they have in this version is a bit peculiar in its windowed mode. Uh, because for one, you can't uh, move the window. Wait, what? It always stays centered. What? But yeah. Why? Like it's windowed. Who cares? Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know either. <laughs> why would you? Why would you do that? Like, why would you lock the GOG? Excuse me. 
<laughs> we have conventions here in gaming for a reason. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh. And uh, something else that's a bit weird is if I move the mouse cursor further to the right than the window is, the cursor just essentially moves further along, but is not visible. So it's still in the game, then? Yes, it's still in the game, but okay, further so to locks... the right than the further to the right. It locks it to the game, but not to the window. That's so it just moves on further to the right. So That's... you have to see where the cursor is uh, when you want to get it back. What? <laughs> that That's, even, that one's really weird. That doesn't even. Why would you lock it to the game? Okay, locking it to the game is fine. I get yeah. that, but that's pretty much locking, expected. Yeah, but... not locking it to the physical window. Yeah, not locking it to the border coordinate so you can't yeah, move that... it further out. Mm, okay. Interestingly, the top and the left. There it is. works fine. There it stops. But not to the right and the bottom. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Why? G-O-G? <laughs> what are you doing? Are you drunk? <laughs> Crime and... And, the, and then the main thing why I switch to full screen is each time I pick up uh, an item from the inventory... The cursor skips to the top left. I'm so, okay. Look, you need to stop. <laughs> you need to stop. This is becoming absurd. Okay, so you pick up an the item win in the yeah. cursor with the item jumps to the top left. Okay, that's that's an odd. And if you drop, and if you put the item back into the inventory, only the cursor jumps to the top left. Every time. And only with the inventory. Oh my god. Oh god. So and it only happens in the windowed mode, which is really weird. Oh, Something god. there just doesn't work right, it seems. So I switched to a full screen, tried it out, it works fine. Yeah, okay. And it doesn't crash when I alt tab out of it and move back, so oh, that is that's the okay. Most... One of the most annoying things for me with some games mm -hmm. is since I have two monitors, right? Um, mm -hmm. So if I have it in borderless windowed, which is like mm -hmm. full screen windowed, I can transition yeah. my mouse cursor out of the game at will, mm -hmm. which is something I want to do. Because if I want to like watch a YouTube, if I want to have a YouTube video playing in one screen and like the game in another, mm -hmm. you know. But there's some yeah, and times, even. Mm, even if the mouse is locked to the window, usually you just press your Windows key and then move the cur move yeah, the cursor. First person out. shooters tend to be the ones that the few that I do play are the only ones that might lock me because mm. at that point the mouse. Wait, cursor... it makes sense because yeah. the mouse cursor would be always in the middle where you target. Yeah, it would be the reticle. So, yeah. um, there are some games that work, and then I have there's a few games I can't. There's I know Splinter one of the Splinter Cells does this to where like. If I alt-tab, I run like a 50-50 if the game's going to crash. Oh, great. Yeah, it's a solid 50-50. Um, 
because I can't run that in a way where both monitors are active. So if I boot that game up, my second monitor just goes black as oh. the game is running. Um, okay. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, some games, it won't let the other monitor even be active. And I don't understand. Huh. Like, the monitor is on. Like, it's not like the monitor turns mm. off, but that screen is black. So there's huh. nothing there. So your bet is... So it doesn't good... even show the usual background from Windows. No, it's just black. It's black screen. Huh. I honestly can't remember if I ever seen a game like that. Yeah, I've seen it. I've like I said, it's usually I don't see it as much with newer games. It's a lot of my mm-hmm. slightly older games that maybe just weren't ready for. Yeah, that's possible. Multi screens. That was certainly not something I don't think a lot of them counted on. Ah. So, uh, anything else you've been playing? Any, no, this any this week. Bits? This week I've pretty much stuck with that. Yourself? Uh, well, (laughs) aside from last night's binge, (laughs) uh, (laughs) Christ, um, last night's binge was probably the most I've done this week because this week has actually been like stupid busy. Um, I played some Demon's Crest that I just added Mm -hmm. to my uh, collection. Um, yeah, you did mention something about that. Yeah. I so added... tell me more about oh, it. Goodness. What was oh. it? Uh, that it's a trip to play nowadays? It It is. It's so, like, it's a weird... So there's certain things I've noticed playing it the way I've been playing it versus when I played it originally. Um, hmm. I'm not usually, like, really... I don't really notice delay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, input delay. That's so input delay, okay. Yeah, input mm-hmm. delay is something I've noticed, like, not being a thing. Because CRTs mm-hmm. don't have that. Um, yeah. Compared to digital displays. So, that was mm-hmm. the first thing that, like, caught me. Because usually I don't mm-hmm. notice delay. Because usually an average 32-inch television with game mode turned on and all the other bullshit display things turned off, that mm-hmm. input delay is minimal. If yeah. at all negligible, I don't even notice it. But I know with uh, the handful of games I played on the Wii, a lot of those had some pretty uh, nasty delays. Mm-hmm. At least when I played them, uh, I, I always had trouble. Probably like the emulation up. on the Wii was probably not the greatest. Yeah, I had trouble like lining up my jumps and shit, and like mm. some of the platforming. Because Firebrand, the character in Demon's Crest. He controls a ama- he controls really well, but he uh-huh. has like mechanically things that he can do. Like for instance, um, for one, he can perma he can perma uh, hover and fly mm-hmm. um, horizontally. So he jumps in the air, he'll hover, and then he can fly horizontally. He can't like fly vertically; he just fly horizontally. Uh, two, mm-hmm. he can latch onto walls, climb up, and then glide off of them. Uh huh. So. There's a lot of platforming, basically, is what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say. There's a lot of platforming, and I found it easier um, when the game actually responds to my button press. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> when the game actually does what I want it to do, turns out mm-hmm. the game is a million times easier. Hmm. Like, a million times easier. So I spent a good deal of time playing that. Uh-huh. Um. 
I also played some Act Razor. Ah, yes. Yeah, that weird RTS <laughs> platforming action game. <laughs> <laughs> I it was I've always wanted to try it and it's actually a lot of fun I wasn't sure I was like I feel like this shouldn't work (laughs) this is such an odd combination of things to have thrown together but this works so well it's pretty unique but the good thing is that both pieces of the puzzle are pretty well done yeah yeah you can there, it's not. It's not like they spend all their time working on the platforming and then just, um, or I mean, working on the hack and slash part, and then we're just like, yeah, mm. well, spend twenty minutes to put together the RTS section. Mm. So that works really well. Yeah, and I mean, there is a uh, mode where you can just skip the RTS. Yeah, but that's like part of the game, though. I can't just. Yeah. Obviously, if you want the complete experience, you can't yeah, skip I can't it. Just, I can't just skip an integral part of the game. These devs <laughs> put all this time and money into creating this. I might as well play it. That just... Mm. And I'm not quite sure how they do it in the with the action part. If you do action only because some things you get through the RTS right. um, portion, the RTS... like the spells. Yeah, a lot. A lot of some of the game is a lot of the game is built around getting stuff mm-hmm. due to the RTS section. So like skipping it, yeah. just seems silly. like you get more health, you get more uh, spells, you get more magic. Pretty much, yeah. Most of the most of the sort of leveling up that w- that you would do, you get through that. Yeah. So that's been fun. I got to play that for a bit. I was a little bummed out because if you get the the handful of games I had, the handful of games I had gotten that did have saved batteries, none of the batteries work anymore, um, which is a first because most of the ones I own, the saved batteries still work. Huh, interesting. These the, yeah, these were the first games I've ever had for SNES where the saved batteries didn't work. Um, most of the... Pretty much all of the games I have besides those. Wait, no, I take that back. The only game I had before these that the save battery did not work was Final Fantasy 2 for SNES. But I knew it mm-hmm. didn't work when I got it. Hmm. So I walked into that knowing. But everything yeah, else right. everything else worked just fine. Like Chrono Trigger had like a new game plus plus save file on it. Yeah. Yeah, so That's quite a few hours into the game then. Yeah, so, you know, people oftentimes are like, how do these batteries last so long? Because, I mean, you wouldn't expect them to last 20 plus years, but if you think about it... I think 20 years is around the mark where it starts getting tricky. Yeah, um, because, I mean... And given that the console has been out in America since 91, it's getting close to that. Yeah, it's... I'm kind of considering getting a lot of these batteries changed, just for my own. Oh, wait, no. What am I talking about? It's a lot more than 20 now. Yeah, and trust me, most of these batteries yeah. I have still work. Like, yeah. I, I've I've probably broken the odds here on this one, because, like, mm-hmm. Chrono Trigger still saves, 6 still saves, all three Donkey Kong still, all three Donkey Kong countries still save, and hold saves. Mm-hmm. Um... Earthbound? I think Game Boy titles, NES titles are gonna be 
really those those are super tricky. Risky. Those are super yeah. tricky. Because um I had a yellow file I had a Game Boy I had a Pokemon Yellow that didn't even make it to before the battery died on it. Mm. And that's pretty quick. Because usually those mm. are supposed to last about five? Um, red, blue, and yellow should last about five. Gold and silver average a three. Because you have the internal mm. clock. Ah, okay. And the Game Boy Color ones. And that clock is always running. So that battery is also powering the clock. So mm. you're dramatically cutting down how long that battery is going to last. Um Ruby and Sapphire lasted quite a bit too. I think. I think. I think my. I think my Sapphire lasted almost almost like six years before that one died. But you don't technically need the clock in that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't. It doesn't. Um, that game didn't need the battery for saves. But still, I was like, I, I was just surprised that uh, some of these titles still have functioning save batteries. I mean, I think the battery is only technically used when you have to boot up the save. Well. No. Well, they have to. They have to keep the, uh, the memory alive. Yeah. Right. The RAM needs to continue being powered. Um, it's very low power. What they need, but yeah, sooner or later that's gonna just run out. And let's be real for a second. Nintendo never. <laughs> none of these. You know what I mean? Like none of these companies thought about like preservation when they when back then. You know what I mean? It's... And even if they did at the time, there just wasn't any... It wasn't really possible to do it any other way. No. Um... They really would have... They really would have had to do it something like uh, two batteries or something. So if you remove one, then the other still does its job and you can exchange one battery at a time, but... That would have been really, really forward thinking. I mean, we didn't even see like flash memory that didn't need battery power until like super late in the N64's life. Uh huh. Because like Banjo Kazooie, Majora's Mask, technically Pokemon Stadium games, um, Uh they all held data without batteries. So, like I said, we didn't even Uh see that until like a full generation later and like i said those came late in the generation when they were finally able to make that a possibility so and the playstation one already had the memory cards right yeah yeah playstation Uh playstation one had memory cards to start because well i assume they had memory cards to start i'm I'm not pretty sure. sure I mean, it had the memory Pretty sure they had. Slot. They would have to have the slots, so there would have to have been memory card cards for that. Yeah, I guess so. in that in that case, just like with the um, discs, Sony was a bit more forward thinking. Because, like, and not to mention, Sony, like, Sony didn't. Sony had to be more forward thinking, and at least had to make it more reasonable. Whereas, like. Nintendo with the N64 so fucking inconsistent so fucking you okay let me mm-hmm. get put like this your parents could buy you an N64 in Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time and you don't need a memory card right so your mm-hmm. parents have now went okay he doesn't need a memory card but then they could buy you fucking Doom 64 <laughs> and now you can't save <laughs> whoops 
Like, that was the inconsistent thing. Because, like... So with oh, Ocarina of Time, they had the memory on the uh, the save files on the cartridge. Yes, mm. there is a there is a save battery in that one. Ah, okay. You see my problem? A lot of these are really inconsistent. Like, um, I mean, obviously you have some games that like don't technically save, like Star Fox. Mm-hmm. Star Fox doesn't technically save. I don't think. I don't think it has a. It it doesn't have a save battery, but it does keep your high scores. Okay. It does keep Yeah, that's probably something that's easier to keep track of and save somewhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, save that somewhere and save that somewhere else, I guess. But yeah. Maybe the maybe the N sixty four itself has a space for that. So there there's your random gaming history knowledge for the week. Uh, (laughs) the N sixty four is widely inconsistent. And I guess I guess I can't. I guess calling it inconsistent isn't fair because Sony had to. Sony when Sony used discs, you had to use a memory card. You had no choice. Well, either yeah. either your game was an arcade game, in which case you couldn't save, or case there was no yeah. need to have saves, or you had uh-huh. to you had to use a memory card. <laughs> you had no choice. There was no decision. Would have been would have been interesting. Final Fantasy VII without saves. Oh sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that would have been that would have been an experience. That would that would have been just like with the uh, NES, where you with games where you can't save. People just leave the system running on days on end. Oh, dude! Oh, dude! <laughs> I could save with my PS One, and I still left the game running on, depending on the situation. Mm-hmm. Overlong well, because... boss fights when I had to get away from oh. the TV because my parents wanted it. Yeah, because there wasn't free saving, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't, like, I couldn't just, uh, you know, save state. Mm. <laughs> one of the <laughs> one of the current modern day uh, uh, um, things that we have that I have used extensively now in 7 uh, <laughs> to save me, <laughs> to save me headache. Like, all right, I don't save scum because I don't need to. I use it because, like... If I'm falling asleep on the couch and it's six thirty mm. in the morning and I've been playing since almost eleven o'clock that night. <laughs> Just as an example, I mean Right. I would never be that irresponsible. <laughs> nah. That's that's absurd. Me <laughs> never up until six something <laughs> in the morning? No, not me. I'm I'm far too responsible for that. Um <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh I did. Fuck it. I did it. I don't deny it. <laughs> I was on I played literally from like eleven something at night until well into almost seven o'clock in the morning. Because <laughs> I was like here I am. I can't just stop. I wanna finish. I, I really <laughs> wanna finish this. I've been on the first disc for like a month and a half. I need to finish it. So yeah, that was Genova was taunting you. Yeah, yeah, that, that taunt though it didn't mm, it didn't work out. <laughs> didn't really work out so well. No, it mm-hmm. didn't. That ta- see the problem is is that so I'm going to talk about this for like a couple minutes and then we'll move on to like mm. 
the other shit because we do have stuff to do. And I know I can <laughs> rant about this for like fucking hours. I'm self-aware enough <laughs> now. Um, the problem is, is that seven has a natural progression amongst itself. So like the game, the game is sort of balanced in such a way that the game assumes that by the time you hit early second disc, you'll be having <laughs> your third level magic spells, fire three, mm -hmm. ice three. You know what I mean? That kind of shit. Mm -hmm. That's the natural progression, right? Mm -hmm. But it also kind of assumes that you're not pushing level 50 <laughs> by that point. Uh, that's yeah, not it really... obviously has to have some level balancing there. Yeah, it's, assume, it's assuming you're lower level, but you have relatively high level, relatively higher level spells because they're assuming you've kept this materia since the early part of the game, right? So if you've been using it, mm -hmm. it's been gaining normal amounts of AP, therefore... By the time you get to, like, the crater in disc 2, you will have third-level spells. I usually did. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's usually how it worked out. Yeah, that didn't, that didn't work out that way. That did not. <laughs> that, uh, that's not that is not how this party went. Um, I had third-level spells by the time I ended the second, by the time I ended the first disc, and I'm way too fucking powerful. <laughs> like, way too powerful. Like, it is very, this is not even, like... This isn't I can't even claim like I'm just good at the game. <laughs> like the notion of me just being strategic is gone. It's just it's just you're just too powerful now, you know? Like it's more like a steamroll. Yeah, it's become kind of a steamroll, but it's like a really fun steamroll that I keep playing. Like I'm I'm kind of over the notion of strategy in this game i just want to play the game have fun and if i end up steamrolling boss after boss then well say la vie. i think at this point you probably played the game enough so you played it regularly and now you can just do whatever yeah i'm just i'm just like creating shit now and just being like yeah hmm. yeah i'm gonna just wreck bosses now fuck it i got nothing else to do Searching for the most overpowered materia combinations. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Look, it's not my it's not my fault that one character has weapons that give that grants him maximum that grants him perfect accuracy. <laughs> when paired with the materia that does critical damage on hit. If you hit. <laughs> well, you know. Shit happens. Yeah. It's not my fault. I didn't make the game. They did. I'm just playing by the rule, baby. <laughs> I'm just I'm just playing by the rules they created. Don't 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 hate the play. I hate the game. <laughs> don't, don't get don't get mad at me. If the game hands you a shitload of materia, don't get mad that that materia gets used to well, just tie you in a knot. Yeah, like, and the thing is, like, now I'm finding, like, materia that, like, I'm sure has a purpose, but I just mm -hmm. don't need it. Like, maybe, maybe if I was playing the game normally, I'd be like, yeah, this would be amazing to use. But now I'm just like, no, I really don't need this. This is pointless. I, I For I, example? Um, so I got uh, something called Magic Plus materia, which okay. I don't... Guessing that makes your magic just stronger. Yeah, and hmm. I know, I know you're thinking, but yeah, but it would make you stronger. Yeah, but here's the thing. 
I mean, if you're already overleveled, you don't really need that. Here, yeah. Here's the, here, here's the thing, though. Um, like, one of my spells, so Comet has Comet 1 and Comet 2. Comet 1 will hit an enemy one time. Uh-huh. And I can deal almost three grand of damage with that one spell, <laughs> which huh. I should not be able to deal. That is a lot of damage. <laughs> that is, that was like, that was like, that was a good amount of that boss's health. I just took off with one hit. Just right <laughs> off the bat, three grand, gone. All right, I'm I done. Mean, I'm, I'm sorry. No more, no more seven. <laughs> Uh, I will be writing about seven though. I have two things planned: um, uh, an cool. article about this run, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna have a piece called "Top Five Things You Should Do When Playing Final Fantasy VII," which I'll be releasing mm-hmm. just before the Switch release because topical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because topical, and I am, I am all, I am all willing to be topical. Good. All right. Um. So, uh, this first story is, uh, ties in to you, CD. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this one came a bit out of the blue, so to speak. <laughs> or rather, out of nowhere. <laughs> I mean, Blizzard did announce, uh, back, uh, after BlizzCon that they are working on multiple Diablo projects. Little did we know that one of them is them partnering partnering up with GOG and releasing the original Diablo there exclusively. You posted this in the Discord, and yes. I think your reaction, our reaction, was both "What? <laughs> what?" <laughs> yeah, that was pretty much the first uh, reaction when reading the news. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> my 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 second reaction was you can't buy another game on GOG. You can't. You you can't. <laughs> I refuse you cannot. You cannot buy another game on GOG. You can't. Yeah, for me specifically. <laughs> you can't. And right. this was not planned. Okay. So I say he can't because as of buying the original Diablo on GOG Cold Death's game collection count is 666. He is not allowed to buy another one. It has to stay that way. You're just going to have to buy your classic game somewhere else, CD. I'm sorry. And if it's GOG exclusives, I'll just have to pirate them, I suppose. (laughs) Or I'll have to make, or I'll have to create another GOG account. Oh my god. (laughs) Start new. (laughs) Just just start over. He's going to have to build that account up until he hits 666. (laughs) And I'll have to be really careful not to buy doubles. (laughs) Low blow, man. Low blow. I do. That is a problem. Trust me. I've been there. Wasn't even intentionally aimed that way, but uh, it works. Yeah, it worked. It it definitely, (laughs) definitely worked. So, okay. Um, this is such a weird thing. Like, I know they were planning on doing Diablo themed Diablo Diablo other Diablo projects, but yes. 
but really? one would have never guessed that they Diablo do this. One, like that's I more. Mean, people were hoping for something with the first Diablo because it's been out of support for so long. You couldn't even really get it to run on a modern system. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Windows 10, I think it was pretty much out of the out of the question. It's it didn't run. You had to set up a virtual machine with an older Windows to oh, run it. It, it just will not run. Then it's just mm. it's just defunct. Yeah, pretty much. Oh shit! I didn't I didn't know that. Cause I know Diablo 2 still works. I think it does. I know yeah. set, Diablo 2 7. does, be, but Diablo okay. 2 is also okay. still updated from yes. a. So I think last November was the most recent update. That's so ridiculous. That's so ridiculous to imagine, though. Like, yeah. Like, I know there's, like, like I'll accept Warcraft 3 being updated because that's still, mm-hmm. like, that's not, like, stupid old. You know what I mean? Like, that's still... Yeah, but it's, it's still it's, really old. Yeah, but, but, like, the notion that Diablo 2 got an update like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what would you get? Uh, do you remember when Warcraft Three came out? Um, yes, I would have been mm-hmm. either I would have been a junior or a senior in high school, so that would have been two thousand five, two thousand six, I think. Uh-uh. It was two thousand two. Okay, so I found out about it two thousand five, two thousand six then. Yeah. The game just didn't hit my radar until like three years later. Whoops! Uh-huh. I was close. I was I was close. That was close. Yeah, but still three years yeah. uh, out. That's yeah. um yeah. Yeah, that's not. not <laughs> and close. even two thousand five would be extremely long time for support. That's um, well, fourteen years. Oof! Yeah. Besides MMOs, uh, I, there's hardly any game that gets support for that long. That's yeah, you're right, you're right. But um, yeah, so Diablo is a thing again, and like yeah. I love the fact that it does have access to some level of multiplayer via network or direct IP, yes. obviously because Battle Network. I, Yes. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Does Diablo 2 use Battle.net? Is that the whole thing for that game? Is that like Yeah, yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Sure. And even even the classic um Diablo version does have Battle.net support. You get both versions with um with the GOG. The classic oh. version has the Battle.net support, but it only supports the original graphics resolution. And with the modern one, it's limited to network connection, but on the other hand, it has the high-resolution support. It doesn't change the graphics any, but you can run it at your regular resolution, so that's still an improvement. And you could run it in windowed mode, except for the uh, mentioned problems. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's a thing. That's a that's <laughs> definitely a thing. So, so now that now that I have Diablo, 
Diablo 2 has got to be coming next, right? There's no possible way. Like, Diablo 2. I mean... I mean, not on GOG, but they, they might be doing something with that. They have to be. They're doing behind the scenes. They're doing something with Warcraft 3. Yeah. For a, a I guess My port. guess would be, after the remaster from Warcraft 3, they might start working on one for Diablo 2 if they aren't already. Yeah. They might be but, doing that behind the scenes. But, not with G- not in the GOG partnership, but on their own with Ed Blizzard. Wouldn't that be wouldn't that be quite the piss take if like they do Diablo 2, it comes out and then like a few years later they do a- an actual Diablo 4, but like Diablo 2 just takes a piss out of them anyway. <laughs> Their Diablo <laughs> 2 re- remaster just takes the piss out of that launch. Just just completely just fucking destroys it. Fucking no one's booting up Diablo <laughs> 4. Because everyone's just like, why would I play Diablo 4? I have Diablo 2, the best <laughs> Diablo game ever made. Why would I why would I even play this nonsense? I have no reason to. That would be funny. Yeah. Oh, I would dude. Oh, that would be that would be first story. <laughs> that would be that would be first story coverage instantly and <laughs> definitely it, it, we we would probably make a special episode just for that it would be it would be just 10 minutes of me saying i called it <laughs> that would be it that would be all that it is all right all right so i gotta talk and about this. they're also uh they also announced that they're gonna do the first and the second warcraft as well yeah. on gog mm. Yeah, that would be good. I can't imagine. Mm-hmm. I just don't think there were that many people who played those those games, really. Like most. Well, of the first probably... one, maybe, but the second one, definitely, because that was the really the high the start of the Command and Conquer Warcraft. Um, well, <laughs> what would you call it? Because that they were really the main rivals in the RTS genre at the time. They were uh, the the arms race, king of kings of the hill, so to speak. Mm, nice. Warcraft Two was really nice. I think I remember seeing. I think it might have been in Diablo Two. They had mm-hmm. you could play trailers. They had trailers mm-hmm. viewable in the launcher that you could watch. I think one of them was for Warcraft Two, and I remember seeing it. And I'm like, what is this ridiculous mm-hmm. game with humans and orcs? Only to play, <laughs> only to play Warcraft three and be like, "Oh, this is oh, awesome! So this, this is this mm. is what I've been missing." All you, all you RTS kids, y'all, y'all kept that shit a secret from me. I found out about StarCraft accidentally. That was just a demo disc. Ah, ah interesting. PC gamer baby, back in the day, <laughs> it was <laughs> what I got. PC, you got P. That's how we. That's how kids got PC demos. You'd buy mm, the yeah, copy of at PC the time. Gamer, yeah. And then you would be like, oh, okay, what's on this? StarCraft? What the hell is this? Oh my god. <laughs> and the funny thing is, StarCraft at the beginning was just Warcraft 2 reskinned in yes. the beginning of its development. Yeah. Until they until they said, hmm, okay, maybe we shouldn't do that, and then they got serious. <laughs> like okay but sci-fi though yeah like really sci-fi i would actually would have loved to have been in the uh the the uh 
the the storyboard the meeting when they're coming up with like mm-hmm. three races and like all right we're gonna have humans and then like there's that one guy who's like an aliens fan like a mm-hmm. massive alien super fan and he's like but guys but guys what if we have aliens and they're like richard stop it we're not putting xenomorphs in our fucking video game he goes no 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 what if they're like xenomorphs but they hatch out of eggs instead of hatching out of somebody's chest <laughs> and at that point the boardroom is so annoyed with him that they're just like fine get us some designs and then, and and then the second it. guy and then the second guy who uh has played a bit too much of Warhammer, uh, says, okay, also add orcs in space. (laughs) Add add orcs in space. (laughs) (laughs) And then they're like, yeah, yeah, we could do that. Yeah, orcs in space, we got aliens, we got people in it, it's perfect. (laughs) And then they showcased it at uh, some convention probably, and someone mentioned them. Um... You do know that this is kind of similar to Warhammer, right? Wait, what's Warhammer? <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's Warhammer? <laughs> yeah, man, that's a typical response. I don't think that's too out the ordinary. <laughs> War what? Yeah, that's that's where they came up with the name Warcraft, right? Because they're like, you know, it's like Warhammer. No, no, it's not Warhammer, man. It's Warcraft. <laughs> And then they're and then they're like brilliant. Cause oh, that's maybe how, who knows. That's, that's how I imagine the board meeting would go in my mind. <laughs> Properties? Oh hell yeah, dude! I can imagine that the, these board these board meetings have to be weird. There's no way you come up with yeah. some of this shit and not have weirdness in the in the board in the boardroom. It's not possible. <laughs> All right, all right. I'm ready for this next one. This one, this one's good. This one's gonna be good. So, yeah. DMC Five came out. Uh, I have not played it. I played the demo. Demo's great. Mm-hmm. I like the demo. I'm not good at it, but I like the demo. De- there you go. There you go. Um, see, I can at least admit it. Reviewers, try me mm. sometime. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Take a shot, you guys. Sorry. Uh, so the game comes out. Mm-hmm. And uh, eagle eye. Well, I wouldn't even say eagle eyed. Really, it wouldn't be that hard to fucking miss. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was gonna say eagle eyed players, but fuck, this would have been easy. This is easy to, to notice. Uh, a yeah, player, because this is just so weird. Yeah, a player noticed that between the PS4 version, the Japanese version, the Xbox One version. Okay, PS4 Japan version, Xbox One version, and the PC version, there was an odd bit of censoring going on not censorship just censoring going on yeah um some female booty was censored across only in one version which was the ps4 version and what makes this the western version yeah the west which makes this really weird that they censored it specifically in especially in in like the western version look i don't care this isn't like this doesn't change anything um i'm not gonna sit here and be like oh whatever this is this is like the most 
it's so pedestrian in the fact that they censored it that it doesn't even anger me. It just kind of makes you go, what? Because, uh, um, spoiler alert, kids, the game's rated M. Yes. So a kid couldn't get the game if they wanted it. And on top of that, if your argument is, well, kids could play it, well, parents, stop being shitty. Yeah. So... I don't. I don't know if this is this. You think and this it's is... also really badly done. <laughs> it looks. It looks as if she has a uh, laser flare? light in it her looks, ass. It looks like it looks like lens flare off of her ass. <laughs> like, yeah. How does that even? Where is this? Where is this mystical source of light coming from? Either they... her ass is extremely shiny. Or she has a mirror stuck up in there, or something. How do you, how do you, Mark Kern? I love you so much. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Mark Kern. <laughs> Welcome to the age of lens flare booty shooting out of every naughty area. <laughs> <laughs> like it just doesn't. It, this is so ridiculous. Like, okay. Actually, where, where the fuck? They literally put it out of nowhere. Because if you look at the other screenshots, yeah. it's not, there's nothing there. Where the fuck yep. did you come up with this light? And why the fuck is it there? And the, and the other, the only other light in that screenshot is in the background. So the light would have to curve to hit the booty at that angle. Okay. I mean, like, I don't. What the fuck? Like, why though? Like, I don't even care. Look, man, this is like the because dumbest. Because Sony. This is like. This doesn't even like. Like, I'm seeing people on my Twitter be like censorship, right? Like, this is censorship. And I mean, this is kind of Sony going and censoring uh, the material, which we knew they, which we knew they had been doing, or that they were starting. to. Yes, we, we, they we, have we, been doing that in the past. We've, we've talked about it. Yeah, we've yeah. covered that. But mm -hmm. up until recently, it was like smaller Japanese devs or niche yes. developers that they were censoring, not yes, fucking Capcom. Uh, yeah, that and at the time it was also, um, I think, at least consistent in terms of it has to be done in all territories. Here it's only in the West. The Japanese version doesn't have it. That makes this extra weird. Yeah, it does. Like, the fuck? <sighs> okay. Well, I guess when I eventually do pick up the game, I should be looking forward to seeing some lens flare booty. I guess I, <laughs> I guess I'm paying sixty dollars for some lens flare booty. I guess that's what I'm paying for, right? That's what you. Oh, you get the version on the Xbox and don't have it. You're yeah. You know what? Yeah, you're right. You're right. I have a choice though, right? Like exactly. I have a choice. Now you you have you have both consoles now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't just have. Are you telling me, CD, that I have a choice as a consumer? It's weird, I know. What? 
I have a cho- <laughs> I have a choice. Oh my god, I have a choice as a consumer. <laughs> oh shit. Oh man. All right. Well, you know what, guys? Uh, see, he's right. I'm just gonna think I'm just gonna get it for Xbox. And here's the thing: I'm not getting it for Xbox because I want to see booty. That's not. <laughs> I know <laughs> that's gonna come up. That's not why I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing it for that. Although that would be hilarious if that was my reason. I'm doing it mostly because I don't want to give Sony the credit for this one. I, I yeah. can't. I don't want to support Sony. That and since you have the Xbox One X, uh, yeah, it'll probably perform a bit better. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you, Sony for real though. You need to stop. Like I don't know. I don't know well. I don't know where you're getting off on doing this ridiculousness, but because some people are like, oh, it's Capcom, and I'm like, really, really though, like really, like this doesn't seem like a Capcom move. Like, why would Capcom yeah. censor it on just the PS4? Like that literally, that just on the PS4 and just in the West. Yeah, that, that yeah, literally. No. Yeah, this that, is definitely Sony. This that that literally makes no sense. That's literally the dumbest idea. Hmm. So uh, there you go, folks. Uh, now, CD, uh, we haven't covered retro talk in a, yes. quite a while, actually. Because every single time we try to cover it, I end up going on a fucking tangent. <laughs> <laughs> Just I, a little I, bit. I admit it. I do it. But this 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 time we're talking about it. This is covering 2011. Yes. Until now, yeah, pretty that's much. A, that's quite a, that's quite a, that's quite a gap there, CD. It's a lot. There's a lot there. Yeah, a... but I mean, it's it's not exactly retro anymore, as we uh, discussed last time. No, it's not. Calling it retro uh, talk is mostly just for consistency. Yeah, because we started stuff. it out that way. It, this <laughs> is this is less retro talk and just more. Where the fuck are we now? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, look. Um, okay, how did we get here? Yeah, how? <laughs> <laughs> Where are they now? Really? <laughs> that's that's the real. How how did I get here? Um, I'll tell you how I got here, because I don't know when the fuck is stop. <laughs> I don't. Cause I'll, I'll tell you. Yeah, we kind happened. of saw that with your uh, Super Nintendo collection. Yeah. So like, <laughs> all right. so in the most current generation, here's how it happened, right? I bought a PS4. I waited like a full mm. year after it came out, right? No, mm-hmm. it wasn't a full year. It was just shy, because I ended up. It came out like at the end of one year, and then I got it the September of the following year when Destiny came out, because I got the white PS4. Ah, Destiny. Okay. Yeah. I didn't. The mm-hmm. game wasn't live. I wanted to fancy color mm-hmm. PS4. We must be you know, between mm-hmm. you and me. You know, just saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got I mean, that. You didn't really pay extra for it then? No, I didn't. It was four. It was 400 I mean, that's... Yeah. The regular price, pretty much, right, for bundles. I, I mm-hmm. just got me a fancy color. Uh, mm-hmm. So I got that. And that, that's been my primary console for pretty much the entire time. I got an Xbox One, like, about a year or so, a little over a year or so ago, but that was mm-hmm. only because I had gotten this huge pay, bu- pay bonus at my job at the time, mm. and at the time, me and my fiance weren't living together. We were living separately, and a lot of time, mm-hmm. I would spend a lot of time at her place, right, because I lived in, like, both at the time. I lived at home, and I lived with her. You know what I mean? It was like mm-hmm. a, I would just yeah. go between, 
So I wanted something to do in my spare time if I was over there. Mm-hmm. So I could, you know, play some video games or something. So I bought me an Xbox One X. I'm an Xbox One S. I'm sorry, One S. We'll get yeah, to the One the X. Yeah, regular one. We'll get, we'll get yeah. to the One X in a little bit. Yes. So I, I bought a One S. And uh, it's great. I like my One S. It was a good, it's a great console, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, you know, it's, it's amazing what a couple of price drops and ditching an unnecessary camera will do for your console. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like your console's almost worth buying at that point. Surprise. Um, then I bought a Switch. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't wait a full year. I couldn't. I tried. I tried my best. It just looked too tempting. Uh, actually, Which game I did you get there at first? Breath which of the Wild, I'm which guessing? Which games did I get at first, you mean? Because <laughs> I didn't <laughs> just get one. I don't know why you thought I just bought one to start. I mean, I would guess. Uh, I, w- I mean, I would guess it was one game that uh, was the biggest temptation. Um, but obviously, at that point, there have been multiple games out. If yeah. you waited for a bit, yeah. So the first three games I bought for the platform: Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. obviously, Mario Odyssey, mm-hmm. obviously, and Sky Five. <clears throat> Yeah. <laughs> Look, man, Disgaea Five think... is so good on Switch. Right? Yeah, so definitely, good. definitely, it's so good. I couldn't help myself. Odyssey was, I think, the one that released last, right? Yes. Wait. Mm. Though it was pretty, cl- I think Disgaea and Mario were pretty close to yeah. to each other. Breath of the Wild was like a literal launch title. Yeah, that was pretty much a launch title. It was mm-hmm. a launch title. and yeah. uh, Odyssey had been out for a little bit when I finally got it. Mm-hmm. So I got those. And uh, I talked about this episodes ago. I recently got a PS4 Pro, Xbox mm-hmm. One X. I couldn't pass up on the Xbox One X, man. It was holiday season. They had them on sale for $100 less. And, you know... Save a little money if I can, right? Might as well. Mm. So, no reason not to save a little bit. If I'm already going to be spending like four, five hundred, eight hundred dollars, you might as well try to save a little bit. Doesn't hurt at that point. Saving a hundred dollars and not having to give <laughs> Bethesda money is always a good idea. Mm. I'm, I'm never, never against giving, but I'm never against uh, fucking over keeping Bethesda. money from Bethesda. Yeah, yeah. It's like um. It's like not wanting to give that one family member money if you know they're just gonna fucking spend it on booze. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's that's my that's my relationship with like fucking Bethesda right now. It's like if I give you money, you're not gonna mm. spend it fucking wisely. <laughs> so Yeah We've seen how that goes. So at some point <laughs> during all this mess that I just mentioned, I bought a Vita. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, I was still working at GameStop, and you get a 15% off discount when you're an employee on anything used, mm-hmm. which made the Vita a way better offer for me. Hmm. Like, because I got the Vita 15% off, and then I bought myself Persona 4 Golden for just for well under $20. I mean, Plus, it's still. I mean, even regular price would have been a very good one for Persona 4 Golden. But yeah, twenty is definitely great. And then, like, this this is funny. So a few months after I bought it, Final Fantasy X 
had came out for PS3. Ah, and, uh, they had first came out. And my store had, for whatever reason, put the Vita version at half price, like, a few weeks into its fucking launch. For oh. Vita. For Vita. That's nice. Specifically for Vita. Uh-huh. And I bought it, even though I already had it for PS3, because I'm like, yo. <laughs> yo. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Final Fantasy yeah. not, Final Fantasy 10 and 10 2 in my pocket. On the go. Yeah. And uh, yep. if you're if you're questioning how well Final Fantasy X works on a Vita, uh, it works. It works fine, from what I know. It works really well in uh, cross saves. By the way, just saying, mm-hmm. great. So there, there you oh, are. So I think I think throughout the entire time, I've consistently managed to own all the platforms that have existed in one way, mm-hmm. shape, or another, just because. <laughs> Look, costs go down, and it gets to a point to where there's very little reason not to, for, mm-hmm. for me at least. I mean, it might be a little redundant, but whatever. It's how I roll. So that's how I got here. Here we are. This is me right now. PC's still always been here, but ah, Yeah. And now we're waiting for the next generation. Yeah. So so what, what, what was your roadmap like, CD? I feel like it might have been a little bit on the sparse side. Uh, a few less detours. Uh, you're a little bit more direct yeah. in your destination. <laughs> <laughs> you, you didn't stop as many. You didn't stop at as many uh, tourist attractions as I did. I, I'm assuming. <laughs> Not quite. Uh, <laughs> from the overall things, uh, I think the th- 3DS is the one that I used the least. To be honest. Even though, even though I f- would have figured it differently, because I'm not sure why I didn't play that one that much, but probably just other games kept me busy. Yeah. The Vita, were, the, I got the Vita pretty much at launch, Oof. and. I, f- I got quite a few games for it over its time, mainly RPGs, obviously, and the Disgaea games. When they released, those definitely kept me busy with the with that system. Disgaea three on Vita, mm. yeah, so good. Yeah. So three and good. four, three oh. and four, those two. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I got the I got three. Um... When I got my Vita, I actually managed to find mm-hmm. me a new copy because I did actually. Mm-hmm. I bought the copy new because I really wanted to give NIS my money. <laughs> I was like, NIS, <laughs> take my money, please. <laughs> please, NIS. <laughs> I won't buy it. Use. Take the money. It's yours. I, I did get four at launch uh, for Vita. Mm-hmm. That I did buy at launch along with yeah. all three of the high, all three of the Hyper Dimension Neptunia games for, uh, for uh-huh. Vita. Actually, those all I got at launch too. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, compile heart. I got you guys. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, those are fun games. Oh, I still need to play more of those. Oh, they're good. I'm, mm, I'm still somewhere in the first game with that series. So I'm assuming it was 3DS, Vita, PS4. Yeah, the PS4 was the first home console. That I got pretty much at launch as well. Okay. Mm, let me 
check which games did I get for that at the time? Because <laughs> I I remember Watch Dogs was one of the first ones because I ha that was uh, the uh, bundle that they had at the time, which was at a decent price, mm -hmm. and it was pretty much the the game that interested me at least a bit compared to the other ones. Because I think mostly sports games or something like that were yeah, the other the PS, bundles. The PS4 launch was... Uh... Okay, look, let's just establish a point. There's only been mm -hmm. like a couple of like good launches for consoles. The PS2 yeah. launch was amazing. If you look at the launch lineup uh -huh. for that game, that for, for that console, it was amazing. The SNES mm -hmm. launch was good. Mm-hmm. And can we the Switch launch? Switch launch was good. I mean, you you don't you can't. It start, was you, decent. It was decent. It started, didn't have many games at the launch. It started out with the Zelda. It started out with the Zelda, like out the game. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, there have definitely been worse launches. Yes. <laughs> you definitely. Right. So that's. I mean, those are like the those are like the ideal launch. But I don't think I've seen a launch nearly as stacked as like. The PS2. Mm -hmm. That's possible. With the com with combination of MGS2, Silent Hill 2, Final Fantasy X, Devil May Cry. Mm-hmm. In their opening launch lineup, but then like the yeah, first few months after after launch, yo. That's definitely a strong start. Yep. That's that's stacked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's a stacked launch. Yeah. We we could only dream for a launch lineup that good. <laughs> yeah, let me just check here. When was the end of 2013? Yeah, the I mainly had had it. Uh, let's see, 2014 was when I got it because that's when Watch Dogs came out. So it wasn't right at launch, but close. Damn. And because, yeah, we got it Nove November, November 2013. We had it a few months before Japan. Interesting. Huh. Really? Right. That was, yep. That was one of the uh, specialties for the PS4 that it got released in the West slightly before Japan. Huh. Huh. Never, never would have guessed. Mm -hmm. <coughs> no, but twenty fourteen was a decent year for the system because there we had things like Infamous Second Son. Oh, that was good. There was the Diablo three console edition. Aka, aka, aka. Like, look, I said for PS three, I'll say it again. Mm -hmm. The the console edition was basically like the closest I'm ever going to get to seeing a true gauntlet game. Yeah, and that was the that was also an offline edition, so the servers couldn't fuck everything anything up. <laughs> and it was, <laughs> and it was the version that finally had a good loot system. Yes, they were. That was such a weird decision to beta test your loot patch on the console version. To, like test out your new like kind framework of, yeah. of 
of loot of how to distribute loot using the console version as your platform. That is such a weird concept for me. I just though I think it they came out relatively close to each other. But yeah, the you're right. The console version was a bit earlier than yeah. the patch for PC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was and they did they did adapt the controls and all and the interface quite well for the consoles for that game. Yes. Um except in one small area. Oh. In one it's not a okay, so let me just say this is not something that's typical. It is uh-huh. really difficult to manage to have four people playing on the same screen together in the auto oh. mm. and managing your inventories. That is you all just gotta yeah, take okay. you all gotta take turns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can understand that, yeah, but that's uh <laughs> Right. It's not gonna happen yeah. often. That's not that's not a typical scenario for someone to have that for someone to have people over to do that, but still. Uh I got yeah. to do it with my buddy Nick and Kelsey years ago. And uh-huh. it was I think I you know there I think there was there might have been four of us. I know there was at least three of us mm-hmm. playing. Yeah, but and, even uh, three uh three inventories on one screen would be just nah. That's a no win situation. It's not it, here's the thing though, you don't share like the screen doesn't just split up to have all your it's one you Yeah, know? you probably switch in between. Yeah, so like they have to finish. <laughs> they have to <laughs> That's why I said take turns, because like mm. That's a good playing... way to fuck with uh your with each other. Oh, your inventory? Click. Right. So <laughs> what we did was we decided that we were gonna this we were gonna pick we were just gonna decide unanimously like if we did a boss fight we're like all right check inventory all right you're first mm-hmm. equipped you're next so you you just good. have a set order in which everyone uh, would get to the inventory yeah <laughs> y- you have to elsewise it's a clusterfuck <laughs> in just a little it's a clusterfuck <laughs> like and here's the thing. Your only other alternative would have been, like, actual split-screen. But here's the thing <clears throat> about actual split-screen, because I've done this with, like, fucking Borderlands, or Borderlands uh-huh. 2 for PS4. That can be just as much of a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Because, uh, funny story, uh, before they patched it, the, borderline, the, uh, border, the Borderlands 2 for PS4's um, screens, the inventory screens... Mm-hmm. They didn't always scale properly. Oh. Whoops. Yeah, they didn't. <laughs> they did not always scale properly. So sometimes you might have four people, so you have uh-huh. a quarter of the real estate of the screen, but that inventory screen might act like you have half. Oh. So would it just cut off? Or yeah. would it overlay to to the others? It just cut off. Oh, that's great, yeah. <laughs> It, so you'd it, have to close it, open it, close it, open it until it works, or was uh, that set was the just, session? You just you just had to fucking navigate that shit. Oh. There's there's a So reason. unless you start a new session where it works, there was no other way around that. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, that's great. There's there's a <laughs> reason why, there's a reason why me and my friends did not play that split screen. We just played online. Mm-hmm. Because mm. 
Yeah, makes sense. We, yeah, we we did not. If we were all hanging out together at their at, at each other's house, we did not play that split screen. We were just like, "Yo, we'll save mm. that. We're online. That's just our online only game. We're not even dealing with this shit. <laughs> Fuck that. That is not <laughs> happening." So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, sorry for the tangent, but yeah, that that was <laughs> that was a thing. Just in case you were wondering, <laughs> that happened. <sighs> Yeah, so most of the time from that console generation, the PS4 was my only home console. I obviously got all the Tales games, Final Fantasy XV when it released. And only when the Switch came out, then I got me another console. I just, I feel, I feel like we've had, we've had a dramatically low amount of well, we've had three Tales games on PS4, so I guess that's yeah. Okay, that's that's weak. I was that's thinking decent. Yeah, I was thinking two because all I was thinking was Berseria mm-hmm. and Ves, and, Ves, and um Zestiria. But we yeah, did, it started did, with Zestiria, yeah, and then uh, came Berseria, and then then there's the Ves, uh, Vesperia re, uh, remaster. But out in terms of new games, yeah, there were only two. One in 2015, one in 2017. But admittedly, Viserys is really good, so I'm kind of oh yeah, I'm kind of really willing to let them slide. <laughs> I'm like willing to let them slide on that because Viserys set the bar so high. <laughs> but they... I'm really still looking forward to them announcing a new one soon. Let's hope in June, July at the event they are do we, that. Are, are you are you thinking it's going to be next gen? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's... uh, Although, hmm, next gen, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say it's that because we don't even have a uh, announced new generation yet. So if anything, it's going to be this generation and next generation, depending on when they release it. Uh, Right. But now, I mean, because we we know we're probably going to hear about Microsoft's next console. At E3, yeah, we, we probably. And probably, yeah. With these, with console announcements, don't they usually announce? I'm trying to think, how many, like, how many times was like the PS4 like talked about at E3 before they actually gave a release date? It was they, they, they didn't bring it up more than like one. I know, I know, I remember the official announcement when they officially said console launches this date at this price. But do, do you remember mm-hmm. if they ever talked about the PS4 like at I'm E3 not sure. prior to that? I, I usually just assume that if they if they announce it at the show, they're going to give a release date. That's why I assume for consoles. I don't usually it, think... Of... Uh, with Sony, I'm not sure, but I do know that Microsoft has talked about their upcoming uh, consoles without giving a date and with it being a ways off, like with uh, Scorpio, the now One X. That was talked about at least at two E3s. Wow. So, I would guess, because this console generation is still going quite decently, I would think they announce the next generation now, but or might they might not give a release date just yet. Although they could. They potentially could it's microsoft and they might want to get to the next generation sooner 
to have, have the upper hand on Sony in yeah, that regard. I can see them doing that. You know what I mean? Be out in the market mm -hmm. first. That, yeah. that that does tend to be a mindset that that's something that they do tend to have. But I also it's... think that's a little bit of a flawed mindset because like like I don't know, it worked out quite well with the three sixty. Yes. From what I remember, they were definitely uh, on the market a year earlier, I think. Yeah, they, yeah, but let's but let's be real for a second. Let's be let's be a hundred percent. And of course, the PS3 had other problems as well. I was, I was gonna say, like it had a pretty big launch issue, like yeah, a, a six hundred. But it, but even still, it was a year difference, and that. Does uh, I think that definitely gave them a head start? Okay, oh, yeah. and, right. and with and with how the generation is going currently, Microsoft is is just back uh, firmly in second place uh, behind uh, Sony, although. I think Nintendo might uh, be catching up there. Yeah. So considering that, they might want to. Nintendo mm -hmm. stopped with their uh, light jogging and jumped on a motorcycle <laughs> and have been fucking speeding down the goddamn highway. Yeah, pretty much. And I think they've... They're not really showing much sign of slowing down in terms of... Uh, their sales. No, I can't say that they are. Honestly, they're uh, they're definitely they're they're going. I'll give them that. And it's weird because Nintendo has somehow Nintendo has managed to kind of care. Oh, maybe I'm interpreting this the wrong way, but I feel like Nintendo has has managed to carry their console more on third party. Like, cause we first Nintendo first party takes obviously yeah. and so you know every platform has to kind of carry has to have something to fill in the gaps third party wise but i feel like nintendo's mm -hmm. leaning hard in that third party like they 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 are just like look all right all right we didn't have a lot going on for us the last couple of generations mm -hmm. so here's some final fantasy games that we never had on our platform yeah that's that's definitely a big one for here's them, some, and some Onimusha. <laughs> mm -hmm. And they're also going quite strongly with uh, smaller titles, yeah. like all the smaller platformers, independent titles. Those sell really well on the Switch. Like, uh, for example, the Monster Boy game. They did announce that the Switch sold about eight times as well as the other platforms put together. You mean you mean that really terrible Monster Boy game? Uh, I'm not sure which one you're thinking about, but... I was right. Oh, yeah, 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 I remembered now. Yeah, I just remembered. <laughs> that really, that really terrible Monster Boy game. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything else other than that. I'm just gonna say that really terrible <laughs> hot take monster boy game. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Um 
Yeah, like no Nintendo. The thing is, like third, like indie games don't really like do it for me though. Like that's why yeah. I have a hard time counting. Understandable. Them. Like there's certain indie games I will buy. Undertale, mm-hmm. I'll buy, yeah. and a few others. Like I want War Group. You know, Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, uh, indie titles aren't going to be system sellers, but given that the uh, user base for the Switch is quite high already, I mean, they shipped over 30 million so far. Yeah. I think they might be going on 40. I think... By now... I think my bigger issue with indie titles, and I this is this is gonna get me fucked up. I know it. I know it's mm-hmm. gonna fuck me up. My bigger problem sometimes is like, I hate this. I hate to say it's kind of the price sometimes, man. Because sometimes I look mm-hmm. at an indie title, and if you're selling your indie title at thirty dollars, mm-hmm. and here's the thing, you could have the content. I'm not saying the games aren't worth that. I'm not trying to uh-huh. say that. I'm trying to say that perceptionally for me, if I see an indie title at thirty dollars. The first thing I got to ask myself is, all right, I can buy this indie title, or I could get myself fucking something else, you know? It- mm-hmm. And also on Switch, I usually they cost a bit more than, for example, on Steam or on the other consoles, potentially. Yeah, that... If it's that- the same way, like with the bigger titles. Yeah, that that Switch tax or Nintendo tax or however you want to fucking put it. Yeah, I'd call it a Nintendo tax because uh, they've been like that. Like, this markup is sometimes ridiculous. It's just so hard for me to do that. Like, mm-hmm. I want Hollow Knight, but like 20 bucks? I'm gonna wait. Because <laughs> mm. I want it on Switch, but at the same time, I'm like... Can I just? Because here's the thing: I bought like Okami on Switch for twenty bucks, right? But even I was like, "Yo, uh-huh. it's fucking Okami, right?" But I look at Hollow Knight, mm-hmm. a game that is clearly very polished, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "Eh." Mm, yeah. I don't know. I feel bad sometimes that I I have that sort of disconnect between like the indie market and like everything else. Mm-hmm. When, yeah, I mean, you're just. You're just uh, a different part of the market. Yeah, I'm a weird part of the market, but yeah. So <laughs> indie games, like there's some I really do want, but at the same time, I have to look. I look at them and I'm like, all right, but like twenty bucks. And I'm not saying that indie games cost too much. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that. I'm not saying yeah. they cost too much. I will go out and I will buy multiple AAA sixty dollar games sometimes at once. All right, mm-hmm. trust me. <laughs> Oh, this is not always the issue here. It is and not I just remembered, yeah, you're right about the third-party thing because we did have a few interesting uh, titles there that came out on the Switch. Mm? Like, uh, of obviously, the uh, 100th version of Skyrim. Yeah. And a relatively impressive port of Doom. Yeah, uh, I mean, if by I mean the impressive part is the fact that it could run it. <laughs> well, think... for one, that it could run it, the release date wasn't perfect. Obviously, thirty frames at max, but even that, even then, they improved that with patches. 
So it run, runs significantly better now, from what I've seen. Oh yeah, no, they've they've put work into it, and now with the new Doom, it's going to be made specifically. And that's coming as well, right? It's coming specifically for the Switch, so they're yeah. not. It's and not be a and port. we're getting a Mortal Kombat 11 port for it. That is that is mind blowing. <laughs> I can't. I can't handle that. We haven't seen a Mortal Kombat on a Nintendo console since fucking what? The SNES? Nope. N64. I'm sorry. N64. Mm. There, was, there was one on N64. My mistake. N64. Um, it's been a while. Yeah. It's, yeah. Been, it's been a couple of generations since, since we've had this. Unless there were some virtual console titles on the Wii or something. I wouldn't have cared anyway. <laughs> Yeah, that's not new titles, but yeah, and you can't get them now anyway. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you can. All right, CD. Yes. So we have a new segment for this episode that we're test driving. I think we should talk about yes. it a little bit. What are we? What are we doing here? What's this? Yeah, since uh, we do like to talk about retro things and. We have been talking about our old experiences with games from past generations. I thought, well, there have been a lot of magazines released at the time as well. Mm -hmm. And with the amount of games that have been released, we probably didn't really see all of them or try all of them i know you haven't for specific uh, console generations <laughs> nope <laughs> nope <laughs> so i thought we'd look back into old magazines and look at the games they reviewed depending on the issues other news for hardware stuff like that and with this first one i selected a german magazine which was the very first uh magazine issue that i read at the time this was the first one that i bought and read and it from actually, uh, it's named mm -hmm. after a dead species of individuals <laughs> um, yes it's it's, uh, it's not relevant it's a Sega-specific um, magazine, and it's called Gamers. I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's so to the point. I love these fucking old, fucking old magazines. They don't even try. They're just like, <laughs> Gamers. <laughs> and, like, the, the fucking cover. So I'm going to have a link um, or a way for you guys to get this... Uh, this pdf these pdfs yes. so if you want to take a look at this as you're listening to it you can do that as well nice yeah there is a website nice that little... uh supplies these nice little interactive section <laughs> of the podcast <laughs> so one of the things in the first few pages uh this is so like crazy to see like electronic arts Yes, advertising advertising <laughs> something that isn't complete trash. And some of these games, man, like I'm seeing James Pond, Marble Madness, mm -hmm. Fatal Rewind. Although with James Pond, the uh, trash part uh, is contested. 
I didn't from play what it, I know. So <laughs> I didn't play it, so you guys can uh, decide that one on your own. A certain uh, mutual acquaintance oh, of yeah, us, yeah, yeah, has, and he, he's not too fond of it. Yeah, he has some pretty uh, miserable pixelated memories of this game. <clears throat> uh, there'll be a link on the website if you're if you're interested in checking out that. Uh, <clears throat> sorry. Um, yes, yes. So let's uh, let's take a look and see what we see here. You know, I gotta be real with you. I forgot just how ins- just how uh, colorful these fucking. This is an this is an eighties comic. This is this is an eighties magazine, isn't it? This is like yes, this is 90s? It, this is it's nineties. It's early nineties. Early nineties. Ninety two. Oof, super early nineties. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot <laughs> just um, how much they could put on a page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they do a lot on these pages. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, layout is um, well. Mm. Let's say in its early days. Yeah. Because I um, think at this time they didn't even have digital layout, as in, yeah, you didn't do all this in, on the computer first. No. You, oh, my God. You're right. That so only I, came uh, at some point later. So on page four, I have a question for you because I don't read mm-hmm. German. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So what is this favorite tin section with the three with the four games? Ah, the favorites. Okay, so what uh, are these favorites then? Are these no what are uh, the page numbers? Oh, those are the page numbers. Okay. So, Quarkshot page fourteen, Shinobi page thirty-seven, Sonic forty-two, and James Bond two on twenty. Fucking Shinobi, such a metal game. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, so, the Game Gear Shinobi is a fun title. So we we had this conversation prior to the podcast about uh, whether or not CD liked the term Sega Genesis or Mega Drive. Like, which <laughs> which branding did he prefer? I believe you said Mega Drive because it matched up with yes. Ma- I said the naming scheme. I said I said really, if they had named it Mega Drive in America, those commercials would have been like so much more metal. I mean, don't get me wrong. The American commercials for Sega Genesis were already over the top wackiness. Like they were insane. But you, if like it would have been so much easier to market that if you called it the Mega Drive, because like Mega yeah. is obviously stronger than Super, right? <laughs> right. I mean, the Super came later, so <laughs> right. You, but here's the thing, though you you could have that debate then because you could like kids yeah. on the kids on the playground would be like, well, I have the Mega Drive, I have the Super Nintendo. Well, Mega's better than Super, and especially at the beginning, <laughs> they would have had the well. Here we have the Nintendo Entertainment System, but that isn't Mega, right? That is. <laughs> <laughs> so I scrolled through a couple of pages. I did not know mm-hmm. this was a thing. This is on page eleven. There was a TV attachment yes. for the Game Gear? That was a thing? Yes. Seriously? Page 12, yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't you know. You could just... <laughs> yeah, that uh, wasn't particularly uh, widespread, I think. And I'm, I'm not sure... Well, I mean, it probably might not have been that popular in America, potentially, 
I don't know how well the uh, receiving with the antenna works over um, there. Worked at the well, time. That was more based on where you live. Uh, mm. uh, I know. I know. I had grandparents who still had uh, bunny ears on their uh, TV. Uh huh. That was still. That was how they got yeah. like basic channels. But the notion, the notion that you, the notion that you'd be getting like college sports or some bullshit. <laughs> Off of your, off of your, off of your Sega handheld. I'm gonna tell you that's not happening. You're not selling me on that. No, and especially um, <laughs> this also had a one slight drawback. Okay. You know how the batteries already don't really last long oh, if you no. play. Oh no! Did this did this eat off of the batteries in the um. The uh, the actual uh, well, yeah, Game Gear. Oh no! Oh well, yeah, if you didn't have a net, uh, uh, the AC adapter connected, then obviously, yeah. Yes. And how long do you think uh, it would last? Uh, how long did the Game Gear usually last? <laughs> Three to four hours, I think. Okay, I'll say like a solid one and a half. <laughs> Fifty minutes. <laughs> yeah this uh, um, uh maybe not well, maybe not the best way to watch tv uh, on a portable uh well you gotta start somewhere <laughs> i guess yeah <laughs> this was this was this was clearly a loss leader when it came to uh technology development you, they took a loss on this this was this this was less of like a product they wanted to make money off of and more of a concept to show investors. Like and hey Probably. Like, hey, <laughs> you can watch TV on this. That's a thing we're able to do. <laughs> and for us this cost uh one hundred and ninety nine bucks. Holy shit. <laughs> so not cheap. Hundred and ninety nine dollars? How much were you yeah. paying for the game here? Like Two hundred? I think somewhere around two hundred to twenty or something. I'm not sure, okay. but so you were looking at yeah. a solid PS4 investment. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> you... And and that's not counting inflation. So oh oh no, <laughs> this in is... prices nowadays. Hmm. This is yeah. This is unfortunate. <laughs> this is unfortunate. <laughs> you could say that. Fucking, fucking whoops! <laughs> like I think it's I think it's cool, but fucking wow! Yeah, it's, that's pretty much uh, what many things that Sega did at the time amounted to. <laughs> they were cool, but they had their uh, problems. Let's they, say they were cool, but they weren't exactly <laughs> practical. Yeah, to say the least. So <laughs> these next few pages, I don't. I feel like some Lots of these of are. Reviews. I feel like a lot. I feel, I'm seeing a lot of um, Master System. Like mm -hmm. the first page after is a Master System controller, isn't it? That's yes. A, that was not but a that thing. Was, that's an example of how they uh, show it in the reviews. Uh, because each review, if it's on a double page, would have uh, the reviews in a picture. Huh. The controls would be. 
it shows you how what you can do with the D-pad, what you can do with the buttons, and what that does in the game. That's interesting uh, for people that just uh, don't want to look into the uh, manual, but <laughs> it's... I don't know. That part... Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe not the best use of space for the reviews. I was about to say, because that doesn't take up a small amount of space. That's a decent amount of page real estate you're taking up for that. Yeah. That's... Could have done with either a little more text for the review or another screenshot or something. So what is the test bit? There's these three tests. I see I see Mega Drive, Master System, and Game Gear. So what are what do these mean? The three seconds. Those were the signifiers uh which review um would have which symbol and they list which games uh are reviewed in the magazine. Oh. Okay, yeah, I see it now. Quackshot, that was Mega Drive. Yes. Yo. That's pretty this page is pretty much a preview of how the how the reviews are laid out and the bottom that shows how the review scoring uh box is done because it had the positive uh bits in the red pur- red purplish um bit with the arrow upwards then a blue arrow downwards section where the negatives are then the grade which was on the school grade system for us which means a one is the best and a six is the worst and depending on the game it would have a plus or a minus for um detailing so this was a three so this was this was middle of the road this would have been middle i mean for that example that was just middle of the road if that would have been an actual review that would be around the middle well scrolling down i see i see quack shot got a, a two so that was yes that was That's a, a good game. That was a certified fresh. Uh, yeah, certified. definitely. So I see there's another controller. Um, was that yeah, also? with that, that's that's the Mega Drive Genesis controller. Oh, that looks so weird. That's... I do like the gradient between the black and the gray on it, though. That looks nice. That's a nice mm-hmm. gradient. Ours were just uh, black overall for uh, Genesis. Yes, I think that was mainly for the uh, for the picturing, uh, oh. for the pictogram. I don't think they looked that way for us. Oh, damn. That actually looks really good. I'm not going to lie. The black yep. and gray does that really good. That would have been interesting. That would have been interesting. Then we got uh, Master System. So I don't think... I I don't I never knew what a master system was until like mm-hmm. way late in life. Was that was that mostly a popular thing in uh, Europe? Because that doesn't yeah, seem like something yeah. I knew of much in America. I never heard of it. Yeah, it didn't have much success in America, and even in Japan, I think it didn't really have as much success. But over here. I think it was definitely a good uh, competitor to the NES. I think it was more successful here. Mm, okay. Okay. Looks like uh, the lucky dime caper walked away with the two. Yeah. So, uh... And that also had a Game Gear version, which was one of my early games. So this is a good game from what I, from what I can remember. Now, I don't want to call bias here, CD. 
Yes. But as I scroll down through these reviews, they're all borderlining mm-hmm. on ones. And from what you've told me, one is the best. Yeah, one is the best. <laughs> yeah, although once you get to the later uh, pages, there are several not-so-good games in this. But obviously, I th- I think in parts it was because this was the first issue of the magazine ever. So <laughs> you gotta, you they, gotta lead they, on a good foot. <laughs> They picked and ch- picked a bit on that, uh, but they also have some rather negative examples in this. So, if for you example, sc- if you scroll down, a... I want to ask you this. Hmm? Uh, yes, if you scroll down past page twenty-two. What does that say? It says power, but what is that word before it? Uh, page the one after page twenty-two. So page twenty-three would be full yeah. power. Oh. Okay. Yeah, right. that was yeah. Right, that's, uh... A Mega Drive advertisement in this case. Okay, full power. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Uh, I'll let it slide. That's 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 re- that's reasonable. That's it's not that's that's reasonable, I guess. Yeah. Right. And it makes sense in terms of um, the game that is also displayed, which is um, a Formula One racing game. Oh, I'm not sure okay. One exactly. Yeah, you know what? Within that context, yeah, you're right. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. <laughs> I hadn't taken that into account. I just thought that, I just thought they would have went with something a little bit more extreme. But full power mm. racing game. Okay, you win. That's fine. So, how about you pick out some uh, things of note? Because uh, things that caught your things that catch your attention uh, as an uh, adult. One... One interesting one is um, Decap Attack on page 19. Mm. Um, Yes, okay. Uh, Because it's um, not often the case that you run around as a... um, Well, essentially a revived... uh, person as a sort of mummy but with your head uh lodged firmly in your chest oh and you being able to shoot out the head from there to attack enemies <laughs> well <laughs> it's certainly an original uh Concept. scenario wouldn't yeah. you say yeah that's <laughs> Mm, we're back. We're back at that boardroom conversation I brought up earlier. <laughs> I brought up yeah. earlier. <laughs> I Especially been... since this also has um, a sort of Mario Two um, setting to it. Oh, the so whole it's thing. All, it's all a dream. Not, not that. But the thing that this is originally a different game. Oh, okay. The Japanese version was called Magical Flying Hat Turbo Adventure. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, that's that's a little odd, but you win. <laughs> You've caught my attention, sir. <laughs> Which was a um, 
I think that was an adaptation for a uh, TV series. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And it looked uh, quite a bit differently, as oh, you'd expect. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, they, took the ba- they took the bare minimum framework and was like, yeah, we'll just... Uh... Yeah, uh, chuck those graphics wherever, make new ones. And, uh, yeah, um, make this a, uh, Frankenstein game or something, but without the license. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so one of the things I kind of like is on page mm-hmm. 28, Golden Axe 2 is listed in a review. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Golden Axe 2 is already metal as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that the largest ish, the largest image on this fucking page is a goddamn dragon. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to sell your fucking video game, you start out fire. <laughs> I love it. it says pause. The guy has it pause. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because back in the day, you couldn't you couldn't do foot. screenshots. You couldn't do screenshots quite the same way. I forgot. So, so you had I... to actually use your photo, uh, uh, photo camera. Oh my god! <laughs> I love it. Put that in front of the TV and make the picture, oh and hope god. it turns out good. My life in gaming would love this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Like some of the screenshots they pick look super fucking scary like there's the one on the bottom of the page of that same page of like the two giant red knights and the giant motherfucker mm-hmm. with the sword like that looks imposing as fuck <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure that's from the intro sequence jesus <laughs> yeah and and of course you know i'm not even mad at this guy too you play gold next mm-hmm. two kids don't don't skip this play it <laughs> play gold next to do the right thing yeah. Friends, friends tell friends to play Golden Axe too. All right, and so, then just two pages later, there's a game that you definitely should not play. Uh, oof, four thirty-one. Shadow of the Beast. Fucking wolf. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's a electronic arts, huh? Okay. With your luck, that would have been one of the games that you played yeah, uh, back then. Knowing, yeah, knowing me, I, knowing me, the cover, knowing me, the box art for this game probably looked fucking dope, and I would have been, yeah, like, I think, yeah, yeah, I would have been like, <laughs> yeah, I'll buy this, and then I get fucking burned on it. Yeah, and uh, while in the store, you would have seen the probably uh, Golden Axe two. Hmm, I haven't played the first one, so nah. Oh yeah, right. Because that would have been a thing that would. Because my parent, my parents would have said that too. Like, do mm. you really want to play the sequel if you've never played the first one? <laughs> Fuck, man! <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> I'm upset. <laughs> so the one underneath um, the Shadow of the Beast, you had some experience with. Uh, is Dragon Crystal one of the games that you're familiar with? Yes. Yeah. Drag Crystal, the Game Gear version specifically, yes. That was one of my uh, classics back then. I've played this one so much. 
I mean, a three is like middle of the road, so that's not yeah, that's not bad. But that's because uh, that's also because I think the reviewer didn't really like uh, roguelikes uh, that much. I mean, they're, they they're just classi- a- they classified this as an action adventure or role playing game, but. Um... <laughs> I think they, at the time, they didn't really uh, know the roguelike genre as much. Yeah, well, you know, that happens. And then the following page, fucking Shinobi. Mm. Yes. Fucking. First Shinobi on Game Gear. This one I played a lot as well. See, I'm familiar with Shinobi for the uh, Genesis. Technically, mm-hmm. the first Shinobi for Genesis was named something really weird. It was like, it wasn't like Shinobi. It was like Shinobi Shadow Dancer or something like that. It had a yeah. really weird, Shadow Dancer, probably yeah. Mm-hmm. It had a really weird thing. I didn't know it was associated until recently when I was trying to find it because I wanted to play all three Shinobi mm-hmm. games. Because all I could find, because uh-huh. when I searched sites, all I could find was Shinobi Three. If I typed yeah. in just Shinobi, which I thought was really fucking um, weird. Mm-hmm. True. But that was one of the most popular ones as well. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, Shinobi 3 is also really fucking good. <laughs> mm. Really fucking good. <laughs> Kids, play Shinobi. <laughs> I don't usually yeah. give glowing reviews for fucking Sega games, but today I'm going to say play Gold Next 2 and play Shinobi, bare minimum. <laughs> yes. Let's With the Shinobi games, there are quite a few good ones. There are. So, um, man, these, uh, these old magazines, man, holy shit. <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> like, it's mostly the way they have some of these pages laid out. Cause my uh-huh. biggest issue would, like, as a kid, I was always so confused. Like, how are you supposed to read some of these pages? Like, how are you supposed to know what to read first? Like, uh-huh. like if you look at, like, the second page for, uh, Toki? That page would have mm-hmm. fucking confused me as a kid. <laughs> Look at it, for real. It would yeah, confuse uh... the sh- it would have confused the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, at the time, the that they definitely had a bit of uh, work in progress in that department. Like I would have seen that, and I would have been reading different paragraphs, <laughs> reading different paragraphs, mm-hmm. not knowing where to go. Yeah. Intuitively, you would have probably read the first column, then uh-huh. the second, then the first half of the third, then the first half of the fourth, and then the ones below. Yeah. I would have. Actually, I think I might have at, done that now. At least, you've started, <laughs> at least you've started out that You would have started out that way, but then noticed... Uh, uh, shit makes yeah. no sense. <laughs> <laughs> this review you is... would have quickly coherent. noticed that. <laughs> you would have quickly noticed that because uh, the third column ends with a word cut and then you'd go to the fourth column and see, wait, those words don't fit together. <laughs> you know, you know, what I've always like noticed mm-hmm. about like all like video games in general, especially like older school video games, like. Mm-hmm. These games were still in like um the games were like in English. Like Yes. Like pause. We didn't always high have score, player one. Yeah. We didn't always have uh, translations for
for the games. Oh, okay. Okay. That, that's just something I've always known. I mean, there's certain games where that didn't really matter because I know there's even Japanese games where, like, that shit still isn't. That's just not in Japanese, like uh, Super Metroid. Yeah. Super Especially, Metroid I mean, action, action games, shooters, and the like. There, no. it's not that important. You know? But yeah. Oftentimes, we just get the English uh, versions of the games. So, speaking of Shadow Dancer. Yes. Page 41. <laughs> yes. I hadn't looked. I didn't look, CD. I talked about I kept it to myself oh. until you noticed. <laughs> Yo, this only got a three, though? Come on, yes. man. Because it was uh, stated as too difficult. Because the uh, apparently the uh, difficulty was extremely high with this one, and it only had four levels that weren't overly long. Okay, might have been different with the uh, Genesis version, but the Master System version, well, I mean, the game was insta kill. The game is still fucking mm-hmm. difficult. Like it's not any easier. So eh. I mean. Especially in in contrast to the Game Gear version, this one was one hit, one kill. Oh, oh shit! This was so you didn't system. have a health bar or anything. Mm-hmm. And then the the big number one, the big number one review here. Yeah. Uh, I shouldn't be surprised that <laughs> Sega's mascot got a perfect score. But I am. Well, almost. Almost. The minus uh, behind it denotes a slightly less than one. Oh, this is Master System. And that too, yes. Oh, so this isn't even like... The The Mega Drive version released a bit earlier. Oh. So probably too early for, for this magazine. Oh, shit. Fucking, fucking. But this outlook. was, but this was still a good, uh, a good port. As in, they didn't just port the game for the weaker hardware, but they made a specific version for it. Oh, they they made one specifically. See, why can't why can't yes. just do that now, man? This is this isn't. They they were doing it back then. What's up? Mm-hmm. Take take the loss. Make the make it make it a good game. Fucking outrun on yeah. the, on the following following review is fucking outrun i mean yo they they Mm -hmm. hit they hitting all the classics the games i didn't get to play as a kid because i have fucking no we're not gonna we're not gonna do that we're not gonna have that fucking conversation today it's not (laughs) we're not going there (laughs) so i saw something uh because we're slowly we're down to we're slowly whittling time i saw something on this in this magazine i wanted to ask about because i didn't know Uh it was a thing where okay. I gotta fucking find it now because I don't know what page it's on. It was an attachment that went onto the bottom of the console. Uh, mm-hmm. Here it is on page, page fifty, 60, right? Page sixty-seven. Oh, 60. oh wait, wait. Oh, is that, that a fucking? That that's a ah. This, that's the Mega that, CD. That's the Sega CD. Really? That's a preview version of it, or it's probably that was the Japanese version. Oh, see, I'm always. Because at that time, the uh, that uh, didn't yet release over uh, here in. Uh, I'm not sure. I I'm not sure if it was even out in America at the time. But 
this was pretty much a preview of the system. So this might have been a um, early version of it. Yeah, that's nineties as fuck though. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's ninety. Yo, we look at that thing, dude. It's a fucking VCR. That's nineties as fuck. <laughs> Come at me, bro. That's 90s as hell right now. I love yeah. the fact that the pages prior to this were, tick, were uh, tips and tricks because, you know, that's not a thing anymore. Yes. That's not a thing yeah. anymore. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Magazines <laughs> don't do that anymore. No, not at <laughs> You know, I can't believe I, I ran right by this. I keep skipping around on this thing, but it's kind of relevant because mm-hmm. their game just launched. Yeah. Uh, I am guessing page 58. Yes. <laughs> their game it's topical. It's fucking topical. Yeah. It just launched. They just they just launched a new game. And if I may say so myself to the Toe Jam and Earl Debs, these guys have a sense of humor on their fucking Twitter page. Like their <laughs> oh, Twitter yeah. their Twitter is like they made they made a coming out joke. <laughs> We're coming out this day and they're like, wait. I mean, uh, yes. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's so it, – there's, there's that level of humor there that I'm just like, you guys are so 90s, it hurts. <laughs> but it fits. It it does. So uh, anything stand out? The fuck? Oh. Why is there a fucking promotion for Michael Jackson's Dangerous album? On this, on this in this fucking magazine on page sixty five. What you didn't think I was going to notice that? What the fuck magazine? There's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking. Why is Michael Jackson? Yeah, it was a promotion because they uh they raffle, they raffle five CDs. I mean, that was pretty a, much an advertisement. Uh, I mean, it's a good album. I won't mm-hmm. deny that, but still, it just seemed really random to me. It's really random to me. <laughs> I mean, you could say quite a few things seem random in this because they also have um, the nice to have thing on page fifty-seven. Oh no! Oh no! Where they write about stuff like a portable uh, TV with with VHS player. Wait, what? <laughs> One sec. Yes. Oh, page fifty-seven, oh, that, the one on the top is, right. That is so nineties. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with a giant that. screen. Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that engrossing uh, screen that that immerses you in the experience. Giant four inches. <laughs> hey, hey, man! It's not, hey, man! It's not the. It's not. It's not all about the size. It's how you use it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just like how you use that uh, motorcycle that they uh, have on that page. <laughs> I'm really not sure what the thought process was as to putting this in a video game magazine. <laughs> to the creators of the gamer magazine, please don't blacklist us. <laughs> I'm gonna get a fucking Twitter message 
<laughs> from one of the old writers like, you guys are a bunch of assholes. I worked hard on that magazine. <laughs> so on page... But to be fair, I'm actually listening to a podcast where one of the, uh, where the author of this magazine is taking part in. Because uh... <laughs> <laughs> this issue was a one-man show beside, uh, as in terms of the writing. Seriously? Yeah. This was all one person. I feel bad. For the first for the first few issues. Oh wow. So I scrolled up to page fifty and these were I'm these were accessories? I must these were all like accessories. Now I know about the uh, master yes. system software converter. I know about that. Mm-hmm. I yeah. did not know so what is the thing underneath the fucking um arcade stick? What's the text on uh, that? What is that? Let me check. It looks arcade like an arcade stick. stick. Right the arcade power stick? The yeah. light phaser, you mean? Yes. The light phaser, it's essentially the NES zapper, but for the... Uh, I think that was for the Master System. Okay. Um, right underneath the Master System converter, there's that thing that looks like a... Like an... It's the blue background, and it looks like it's... What is that? Is that uh, an arcade yes. stick? That's an ar- isn't that an ar- is that an arcade stick? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's pretty much an arcade stick. Yo, they went all in. They had like they had a power arcade stick. They had battery packs. Wow, this was so. Was this was well? This was an exclusively Sega magazine, right? So yes. Obviously. So yeah, it makes sense. They'd yes. have advertisements for like every possible fucking mm-hmm. thing imaginable. Yo, this magazine, man! Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, and if we go to page 46 um oh no, oh, no. <laughs> what are you doing okay we have two great games here we have two really great games here <laughs> that's unfortunate that's uh mm-hmm. that's unfortunate dark castle is rated at a Jesus. Yes. S- yeah. Slightly worse than a five. Mm. And uh and you know what I recently found out? Mm? This game actually had a sequel. <laughs> Just goes to show you ratings aren't everything. <laughs> they actually made a sequel to this game. I mean I'm sure Okay. A CD. Yes. Kids were stupid. Yeah, must have must have been uh, because this. Yeah, uh, let's let me check the translation because they uh, the magazine actually did a funny with this review. <laughs> did, a... <laughs> did a funny? Yes. The review box has the genre. And if you translate it, Kampf means cramp. Wait, what? Yes. <laughs> what? Why? Why is it? What's it supposed to be? What's, what's it supposed it to be? It was pretty much uh, supposed to be a... Uh, because this game is just totally... Uh, bad it was so bad that they uh took let, let me check if i can so 
like or is it like oh this game was so bad it gave me cramps so he he just rated it he just gave it the genre of cramp is that is yeah that, something that, like that <laughs> the new I'm thinking here, yeah, it's something like... Uh, oh, God. See. Cramp, I love it. An, an informal uh, translation would be something like nonsense. <laughs> I think that fits quite well. <laughs> Gaming journalism <laughs> at its finest, everybody. <laughs> Fuck this so, genre, this game is nonsense. Yeah, despite despite being a Sega exclusive magazine, and obviously there being some, rather uh, quite a few good reviews in this one, I think it's pretty clear that they didn't, they weren't uh, bought a, a yeah bought and sold uh, magazine or something made directly by Sega. And I love them for Just it. With some of the reviews like that, or I love, uh, I love it so yeah. much. It's so good. <laughs> it's so fucking good. So before we wrap up this episode, I want you to tell me what a few things say. Uh, okay. So if you scroll down to page, uh, scroll down to the first page, uh, the first, to page seventy-two. It won't have seventy-two on it, but just scroll on to page seventy-two. Uh, hmm? Okay. So what does the giant yeah. text say on the top of that page? <laughs> um, I'd say uh, ready to game. Really? That's what it says? Yeah. Because Spiel is game and Bereit is ready. So okay, I, get I it. translate that as ready to ready. game or ready to, ready to I, play. I keep forgetting words and... Um... Placements yeah. don't work in other languages. You guys are weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a reason there's a reason why they say German the German language has a word for everything. So the one underneath that, uh, with the uh T V player, what does that one say? Um Empfang is pretty much reception ready to receive. <laughs> no nuance here where's the nuance <laughs> it's an advertisement um yeah but you can still come up with something clever ready to play ready to re i mean okay i guess it works but still i just expected something else <laughs> i don't know why i keep expecting you to say something really metal for what they say and you're just like ready to play and i'm like well that's a little bit of a letdown. <laughs> Fuck. You have to remember, this isn't Sega of America. Oh. <laughs> Fuck, you're right. It isn't. Okay. If, so... if this would have been an American magazine, you're damn sure that <laughs> it would have been, been something different. <laughs> so, very last, very last page. Mm-hmm. The very I... last one, uh, besides the advertisements or the advertisement? The, the thing is Coca-Cola. What does it say yes. at the bottom? Uh, where there's sports, there's Coca-Cola. That's why I thought. I don't know why I thought otherwise. 
I don't know why I thought otherwise. I just I was curious. <laughs> See, I feel I feel like this I feel like this segment only works. This segment works so well because you're having to translate it for me in my reaction <laughs> to the translation. I think that definitely adds to it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not letting this go. Ready to play and ready to receive like okay. <laughs> You have officially confirmed to me that it was only Sega of America's fucking advertising yeah, and... that blew shit out of control. Yeah, and I think our advertisement regulations were a bit different. Because oh. stuff like comparative advertisements, I think, weren't even allowed here for a long time. Oh, so you guys couldn't even do like a side-by-side, -side, technically. Yeah. Yeah. So you so you couldn't be like you couldn't do like a side by side of like Mortal Kombat for SCS and Sega, could you? Mm -hmm. Or something like uh Genesis does what Nintendo wouldn't be possible. Because you can't prove that, can you? You'd have to that is it a matter of it can't it, be proven or it's just not allowed? I think I think it was just the comparative stuff wasn't allowed in general. I'm not sure when it changed, because I'm relatively sure it changed sometime in the 2000s, but at that time, I'm sure it wasn't allowed yet. Jesus Christ, I love this magazine already. This is, this is, too, this is too good. This is just, this is too much fun. This is, this is going to have to be a recurring segment now. <laughs> Except next That's time. That's the plan. Next time, though, we're doing an American magazine, because I want... We're doing, sure. We're doing an American magazine, and then I'll have that that way. That way, I don't have, have to ask you to translate <laughs> every single thing on the page. <laughs> because I won't deny it, I was kind of hoping that, like, I, I my expectation was is that Germany was just as absurd. Because I just assumed that Sega was an absurd company and did ridiculous marketing everywhere. <laughs> But every single ad I've had, every single ad that I had you translate to me has been a disappointment. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who. I don't know if that's my fault for expecting different. I feel like it's I think that's just fault. going by your experience. You just went by your experience, and I, just... I can't see why. If I would have, if I would have grown up. In America at that time, yeah, that was a very different world. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. These fucking advertisements in the nineties were fucking. The nineties were fucking insane. Why is Moonwalker given its own page? I'm sorry. <laughs> Why is Michael Jackson standing on page sixty four in a fucking fencer's outfit? Why is this a thing? Who, who does oh, this? <laughs> Why? Why is this a thing? Who? Yeah, that's uh, that's quite an interesting choice to put uh, to the Moonwalker Moon game game tips. Like. Why didn't you just take a picture from his fucking uh, smooth criminal? That's that's where the game was based off of. His mm -hmm. most criminal music video, that would have made more sense, but him in a fencer's outfit? Like what? And they even went and they even went so far as to make a frame by frame animation oh, grid. Jesus. Okay. I hope you've all had a great episode, everybody. I'm going to try to recover <laughs> from this show. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm so up. Yo, this is two pages though. <laughs> Yo, you spent two pages on Moonwalker. Yeah, it's uh, essentially a level guide. At the time, you needed that because you couldn't ex- you couldn't exactly just go online and uh, go to GameFAQs or something. Uh, Gamesages.com. <laughs> or that. Or the, pre, the pre-IGN. <laughs> yeah, that's a piece of... Yeah. That's the thing. All right, guys. <laughs> this has been a fan. This has been too much fun. Uh, this is definitely going to be a recurring segment because I had way too much fucking fun with this. Um, I will... Glad to hear it. That We will have uh, a link where you guys can actually find the art this particular magazine and for this point onward anytime we cover a magazine we'll actually have the magazine available to download or available you guys yeah. to go find that way you can follow <laughs> along with us <laughs> as we scroll through the magazine <laughs> <laughs> and if you have any other questions in terms of translations you know where to find me <laughs> yes please 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 at me in every single one of them i want to know because the, i might have a hot take over some of these because these this was too funny. uh as usual you can find cold death at at cold death on twitter you can find me at rezo basso um you can find our podcast on Anchor, obviously available on multiple platforms. That includes yes. Google Podcast, Pocket Cast, Sketcher, iTunes, iTunes. Obviously, there's there's literally like nine platforms that you can find our podcast on. And if you want to find our podcast website, that that will be updated shortly after the show gets posted every single week. Feel free to find it at cbcast.walkinginshadows.com. Walk in shadows. Oh, walkinshadows.com. You can find it there, and it will have access to all the links, all the the few stories that we've talked about, and and where you can find the scans of the magazines that we'll be talking about for these segments. Hope you guys had a great time for this episode. I know I did. <laughs> so did I. Fucking advertising thing. God damn it. <laughs> Until next time, guys. We'll see you all next time. And um Jennifer might be out for a bit longer. Um we're not entirely sure. I don't know if she I'm not banking on her being here next week, so I think she's still gonna be sick. I think. Yeah, that's likely. So she probably won't be back next episode due to illness. So it'll just be me and CD next week as well. And like I said, like we said last time, we're in the process of testing out our new format, which is less stories and more segments like these, where we get to do goofy <laughs> shit like look at old magazines. So <laughs> and having a lot of fun. So yeah, let, let us know if you liked it or not. I did, so this is probably going to be something we're going to be doing more often. I can't wait to have Jennifer for it, because she's going to have a fucking blast with this. Until then, guys, stay tuned, and we will see you next Say ya.